I'm right. It is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. We want you to be a part of the program on the CC call-in line at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. What up? I can't call a big fella. How you doing? I'm doing well. Did you stop to get the pizza on your way back home tonight, last night? Because I know you were in a rush to get out of here yeah. to catch the train. Did you stop to get the pizza or were you disciplined, and did you stay away from it? Well, I can't say that I was disciplined because I'm, I'm and I'll use air quotes when I say I'm sprinting through Penn Station. Okay. To try to make you were the, at, Let's just say it this way. Train. You were at top speed. Yes. You were at I was top at speed. top speed. I don't know if we could qualify that as sprinting. Well, I am cat-like. You so, are cat-like. <laughs> so we have two, two show hosts that are cat-like. Exactly. Okay. Uh, but I would say uh, the best part of it was that I'm running through Penn Station trying to make the train. And Penn Station is being completely renovated right now. There's not one store open on the lower level. I didn't even get tempted, and you can't tell me. Somebody up above isn't looking out. You can't tell me. <laughs> so Jesus is riding with you. Jesus, That's what's happening I'll right tell now. you what, Jesus has been in my sidecar for a Jesus long time. Jesus be a renovation to keep the pizza shop closed so I'd avoid temptation. Looking out for the big How fella. about that? Because he knows there's no there way. There you go. If I'm, if I'm taking the wheel by myself, we are going off the road. Yeah, <laughs> let me just say it like this way. If it's up to my devices, it's probably not going to go the way that it should. Exactly. Yeah. It is time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. I... I was so annoyed, borderline disgusted with the Dylan Brooks play. And we can say all we want how he didn't mean to do it. What they did mean to do was to establish a, a, a physical presence early in game two for the Grizzlies and the Warriors. And that's exactly what happened, except it went too far right out of the gate. Chris, when he, wind, when he wound up and swung like that, he hits the deck, Gary Payton Jr., so hard that he breaks his elbow. And the way that his arm connected with the side of his head, it was such a dangerous play. I don't even think it's one game. I think Dylan Brooks should be suspended for two games. And I know it's the postseason, and I know that might seem like a lot, but that is beyond a dangerous play in that series. There's no question about it. It's a dirty play in my mind, and you have to consider what actually happened, the fallout from the play, from the actions of Dylan Brooks, because you're talking about Gary Payton II not only missing this series, but probably being shut down for the rest of the playoffs with a fractured elbow. Now, I know they're going to do the MRI. We'll have more information a little bit later on today or tomorrow. But the fact is, you're talking about this guy not being available to play for his team as a result of a play that didn't really seem like it was a natural basketball play. Like, if it happens in the course of a game, during the flow of a game, then you can understand it. But Dylan Brooks wound up, and the thing that got me, Carlin, not only did he hit him in the head, but he didn't jump. It didn't seem like Dylan Brooks was making an attempt on the ball. He was horizontal, not vertical. Exactly. And so that's the part where everybody's talking about it's hard to judge intent. No, it's not. He wasn't making a play on the basketball. I can understand if he was trying to make a play on the basketball and something happens, but that wasn't the case. He was trying to send a message. And I get it. It's the playoffs. Players got to fight. Players got to work for everything. We're not going to allow any layups. I get the mentality that they came in the game two with because we were talking about it all yesterday. This team can't afford to go down 0-2 going out to the Bay Area against a team like the Warriors with championship DNA. So from that perspective, I understand 
the Memphis Grizzlies coming into game two with that kind of mentality. Oh, absolutely. But that doesn't get you license to do what Dylan Brooks did. No, no, it It does not. It does not. And Steve Kerr did not mince words, and he should not have. Here he is after the game with his thoughts on the flagrant foul, in case you haven't heard him. I don't know if it was intentional, but it it, it was dirty. And um, playoff basketball is going to – it's supposed to be physical. You know, everybody's going to compete. Everybody's going to fight for everything. But there's a code in this league. There's a code that players follow where you you never put a guy's season slash career in jeopardy. Taking somebody out in midair and clubbing him across the head and ultimately fracturing Gary's elbow. This is a guy who's been – toiling the last six years trying to make it in this league finally found a home just you know playing his butt off this year in the playoffs you know this should be the time of of his life and uh guy comes in and whacks him across the head in midair he broke the code dylan brooks broke the code that's how i see it and he's he's so right and to the point where kerr after he got ejected yelled at him get the blank out of here brooks I mean, that's how aggravated he was about it, and he should be. And you hear why when that kid now does not have that opportunity. And even bigger, this really hurts the Warriors on the defensive end. This well, really hurts them. Let me say this about this. I think it it's a bigger loss for GP2 than it is for the Golden State Warriors. I don't think his absence is going to affect the outcome of this series. Golden State is going to They'll make it a little Memphis harder season. on the defensive end with Morant. Uh, I don't really know. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Because you got Jonathan Kaminga who stepped in, who is a bigger athlete, and he is as athletic and as versatile as GP2. He's probably just not as experienced. He's not, I, I don't know, in in sync with the rest of the guys on the yeah, court but, I mean, just because he hadn't logged the minutes. I don't think it's going to affect their, their, their team at all. I, not from that standpoint. I just don't see it. I don't see it that There's going to be some times where Kaminga is going to be on skates here. Trying to trying to defend Moran. Well, gonna, I don't think he's going to be the primary defender on John Moran. I think that's going to be Andrew Wiggins, and we saw that in the second half. Yeah, I, I think that's who it's ultimately going to fall on. But Kaminga's going to have a part in that. Clay Thompson's going to have a part in that. This is going to be take your turn when it comes to trying to slow down John. It's going to be by committee. It's not just going to be one guy. And so that's why I don't think the GP2 loss is going to be as big for Golden State as it is going to be for Gary Payton II. Because Carl, Carl, think about this, man. And I, and I was trying to, to 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 really reflect on this this morning after I heard Steve Kerr's comments and understanding where Steve Kerr is coming from because not only is the coach, but he's a former player. And every professional athlete knows this. You don't have a lot of opportunities to compete for a championship. You just don't. And I was thinking back to 2011 when, when Giants went on the Super Bowl run. I was a part of that team. And just how much it meant to me then and how much it still means to me today to have had that experience. Dylan Brooks just took that away from Gary Payton II for a play that had no business being made on a basketball court. It wasn't to try to compete. It wasn't to try to give his team some kind of advantage, trying to make a play on the ball. That kind of play does not belong on a basketball court, whether we're talking about preseason, regular season, or playoffs. It just doesn't belong. And so from that standpoint, I think that the NBA league office has to come down hard on Dylan Brooks. And I don't care that Dylan Brooks doesn't have a history of being a dirty player. Anybody can make a dirty play for the first time in their career. Okay? Just because he hadn't done it before doesn't mean the play that we saw last night wasn't dirty. So miss me with the whole history part of it. Okay? And then the other the other side of this, Carlin, what if one of the Golden State Warriors did that to John Morant? How much outrage would there be today because 
NBA fans were robbed of the opportunity to see Ja Morant for the rest of this series or the rest of these playoffs. I mean, I hate to even put it in these terms because from a human standpoint, it shouldn't matter, but if that was Steph Curry, we wouldn't be talking. We'd be talking about him not playing the rest of the series. But here's my point. The NBA has a responsibility to protect all the players, not just the stars. They're going to go beyond one game here? They should. I, and they that's absolutely my, and that's, my, and that's my point, because if you're talking about Steph Curry or if you're talking about John Moran, they would be much more heavy-handed than if we're talking about a role player, a guy that during the regular season was coming off of the bench. And so I just don't want folks to lose sight of the fact that the NBA has to protect all players. They absolutely have to. Of course they do. And in this situation, they need to send a message because what Dylan Brooks did was unacceptable. It's Cantia Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80. That was Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. So we put it in your hands right now. Join the conversation on the CC call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Should Dylan Brooks be suspended for one game? Two games, what's your take on what this should now mean for Dylan Brooks? Then there's the flip side of this, Chris. And that's a couple of minutes later when Draymond Green catches an elbow in the eye. Xavier Tillman. Yep. And and, and also, Carlin, to your point, this was the Memphis Grizzlies, you know, collectively, oh, yeah. say, collectively saying we're going to send a message to Golden State early. And that play them, did not them stop elbows, Because those elbows were flying high. Yeah. They're, they're like... I, it's, it's one of those situations where he might not have intended to elbow Draymond in the eye to cause some stitches, but he didn't mind it if one of those elbows caught Draymond in the face. Not at all. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, they, that's exactly did, what he happened. He didn't mind it at all, and the, the dangerous play with Brooks was not going to stop them from continuing to try to be physical uh, in that game. Now, Draymond, I, I really am having trouble figuring this out because yesterday – I'm sitting here, and I I still believe this, that Draymond does have this need to be in the heads of his opposition, especially in the postseason. Mm -hmm. And I fully believe that his comments leading up to yesterday were along the lines of, I'm not changing, I'm me, that's it, this is who I am as a player, get ready. Because he wanted some of the... Grizzlies to be thinking about it as they're coming down the court or as they're attacking him that, yeah, they could get face planted. They, mm-hmm. It could absolutely happen. But Draymond catches the elbow, he's bleeding, he's going off the court, and he double flips the bird to the fans. Here's Draymond after the game on his message to the Memphis fans. If you're going to boot somebody who get elbowed in the eye and face running on blood, you should get flipped off. So I'll take the fine, I'll go do an appearance and make up the money. But it felt really good to flip him off. You're going to boo someone that get elbowed in the eye and blood running down your face? I could have had a concussion or anything. So if they're going to be that nasty, I can be nasty too. And I'm assuming the cheers was because they know I'll get fine. Great, I make $25 million a year. I should be just fine. Here's my problem with it, okay? I'm listening. He's not wrong about booing somebody that just got hurt. Thank you. He's not wrong. Thank you. Where he, where he does need to be careful, and it's not just Draymond, it's all players need to be careful right now. I won't get too far under my soapbox here. These are some different times, man, and we are seeing some different things go down. And if you're a player right now, even when stuff like that happens with fans, if if they physically come out and come at you, then I I get it. I just don't think publicly saying all of that 
helps the situation. He was not wrong with what he said, but when he goes further and says, it's 25 grand, I make 25 million, I'm fine. That does not help the situation. Yeah, he's probably antagonizing the fans, and they're going to let him. Probably, he is. Yeah, and they're going to let him hear it when he steps back into that arena when they play game five, but I, I don't I don't think that there was going to be any different kind of reception for Draymond, especially given what happened in game one with Brandon Clark. So he's already going to be the villain as far as they're concerned. Him saying that, I, I think that's probably him just getting something off of his chest. I don't think it's going to make the fans react in a visceral way or take it a step further and try to create a physical altercation with Draymond. Well, it's Security not, it's not, in the arena is not going to let it come it, down to that. It's not specific to that. What it's uh-huh. doing is amping up the rhetoric more. Yeah. And I think right now, this is a different time than usual. This, if, if we were talking about this 10 years ago, I wouldn't even be thinking twice about it. Even though we had had... Like, we had the, Malice in the Palace know, two decades even though, ago. It, but yeah. that, that was, I mean, I hate to put it this way. That was kind of a one-off at the time. Can we call it that? There really has not been anything that bad other than snowballs or whatever at there, some games here and there's there. There's been some fan interaction at the Utah Jazz Here's Arena. My point. There, there's been some things that have happened throughout yes. the course of it. Russell Westbrook having some some back and forth with some fans. There have been things that have happened where fans have had to be kicked out of arenas. Yes. Yeah. Here's what we don't need. We don't need this turning into the Premier League where it gets ugly in the stands and it really gets ugly and people going off and we're talking about having to get into a, a much more dangerous situation where cops are coming in and it's a whole disastrous fair, situation. Fair, fair. I get where you're coming from. And I from. wouldn't be blaming Draymond for that happening. Yeah. Because it's all about behavior at this point. I just think you can be, you can. I'm not telling them how to feel. Publicly, maybe dial that part of it back. Maybe, it, but you're talking about somebody that has. We were getting on rant last week for doing the same thing in Minnesota. You know, if they're going to be nasty, I'm going to be nasty right back. Yeah, but we're talking about somebody that has an expiring media career. He's got his own podcast. He wants to be a part of the TNT crew when he gets done playing. So th- there are going to be elements of Draymond that he's going to put out there that could be inflammatory. But and it's that's also, what I think he's but doing. It, but it's also going to draw attention to him. So that might be a part of what's going on here. But ultimately, I don't think it has any bearing on his reception by the Memphis Grizzlies fans, and I don't think it's going to affect how the Memphis Grizzlies players treat him. I don't think it's going to affect the series. And I, I just, all I'm saying is from a social standpoint, I may want to dial that back. But Draymond, as far as how he sets a tone, there's no getting around what his, uh, you know, it's so funny to hear him the other day complain about the fact that it was a reputation situation uh-huh. when he wants that reputation. He loves that reputation. He lives in it. He bathes in it. He can't get enough of it. Yeah, but he also said that, too. He said he's earned his reputation, and he leans into it. So I don't think it's something that he's going to shy away from. Now, do I think it's a little bit tasteless for him to double bird the crowd? Sure, I do. I don't think it's necessary, but that's where Draymond is at with it, and he's already let everybody know. He makes no bones about it. He's not going to change how he plays basketball and how he wears his emotions on his sleeve when he's on the court. 888-SAY-ESPN. Let's hit the phones right now. Should Dylan Brooks be suspended for another game and Draymond's antics again last night? Patrick in Minneapolis is up next on Canty and Carlin. Patrick, what's going on, bud? You're on ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. I think uh, it equates to baseball. This is, goes back to Draymond Green, game one. Um, you look at the thing, it's like he hit the pitcher game one, game two comes back. We throw the pitch at your guy. We don't throw it at the all-stars. We throw it at a backup. And it is what it is. I, I'm not quite sure that I see the same correlation there. I don't. I don't buy into that. No, nah, because the players no. play offense and defense. Anybody can get it out there on a basketball at court, just point. like a football field. So I, I don't know if I buy that. But I will say this: I do think there has the potential for this thing to escalate, and we could see more of this if the refs don't get this under control. Which is why. I think it's important that the NBA league office step in and send a message to get this series under control because we saw what we saw from Draymond in game one. We saw what we saw from Dylan Brooks and Xavier Tillman in game two. What the hell is going to happen in game three when this thing goes back to the Bay Area? All I'm saying is the NBA better get a handle on this. And I think the way you do that is you send a message to the Memphis Grizzlies, and the Golden State Warriors by suspending Dylan Brooks for multiple games. I don't know exactly what that looks like or if there's even any precedent for it. And I think you're heavy-handed with the fine on Draymond Green. And remember, Just because you can be. They can take into account the fact that Gary Payton II got hurt in the instance, and injured and will not play. And they play. should. And they should. Absolutely, they, they should. should. You took an opportunity for this guy to be on a championship contending team. Billy's down in Houston, Texas, up next. Canty and Carlin. Billy, what do you got, bud? What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Good. Hey, look, so here's my thing. I think the NBA needs to institute a rule. If you are involved in a flagrant one or flagrant two foul and a player gets injured, Whoever commits that foul must be suspended for the duration of the time that the injured player is out. What that will do is that will prevent these unnecessary fouls, and you may get good, clean defense, but it'll be clean without other players, especially premier players, getting injured and taking out the game. The other thing I want to say about about, uh, Green is even though he does have a point, I think there's a lot of fans that go to games that have a that feel that because they pay a certain amount of money, they have a right to be abusive and sometimes excessively abusive. So I think we need to look at both aspects of it. And oh, uh, just because you pay money to go to the game, you shouldn't have that right to do that to a player. Oh, I totally agree with that. And I get aggravated when I go to a game and I take my nephew or somebody like that, and I got to actually have a talk with somebody sitting near me. You know, I had that happen at a game. Now, that's dangerous. You talk about what Draymond's doing. That's dangerous no, if you're in the stands and you're having a conversation with another fan. They call fan is short for fanatic. Yes. Them people when they go to those games ain't in their right minds. Not all of them. Well, trust me. When I do so, it, I have security. Yeah, right I was about, I was about to say. About yeah. to say, bro. It's, and it's not like I'm going to go up and swing. It's just hey, yeah. can you dial it back a little bit here? Yeah. You know, maybe and, we, that, and that can easily go sideways. Oh, absolutely, it can. <laughs> There's no doubt. If you're gearing up for hot summer hires and stop making candidate cold calls hire with indeed their powerful all-in-one hiring platform makes it easy to attract interview and hire candidates all in one place with tools 
tools like Instant Match. The moment you sponsor a post, you'll instant re- instantly receive a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. You can then invite them to apply, schedule, and conduct interviews, all from the Indeed website. To learn more, visit Indeed.com slash credit. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Up next, then you got the other series, which I just absolutely nailed game two by jumping on the Bucks and the money line last night. They looked phenomenal. Let me just say this. You're welcome. Our listeners <laughs> should welcome. get a rebate. <laughs> Chris, when you're right 48% of the time, you're going to be wrong 52% of the time. It happens. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. But did the Celtics... Really expose a major concern for Milwaukee moving forward in this series. We'll tell you next. Canty and Carlin just getting the ball rolling on ESPN Radio. Where's my money, Carlin? <laughs> I got this all day, don't I? Yes, you do. May She's... the fourth be with you, Carlin. I like Star Embrace Wars. Embrace it. I like Star Wars. I I don't own a uniform of any sort or, or costume of any sort. So you're I not going not. to Yankee Stadium on Friday on Yankee Yoda bobblehead night to watch your Rangers play? No. No? no. I mean, look, let's call you it what it you is. You don't want the Yankee Yoda bobblehead? If you see a 300-pound bald man in an Obi-Wan Kenobi robe, what are you thinking? How's your mom? Because you're probably living at home with her. That's what you're thinking. That's <laughs> Ma, what you're thinking. Milo! <laughs> 888-ESPN. It is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. <laughs> uh, I will say. I do a great Chewbacca impression, by when, the way. When, when, great Chewbacca impression. What do we think, fellas? Shannon? Phenomenal. I'm not, Shannon, but, I'm not Shannon, but phenomenal. Shannon, what do you think? I got him at about a... I'm going to give that about an eight. I'll take it. I'll take, that's I'll a solid take it. eight. I'll take it. That was a solid eight. I'll take it. You know what I could... Just quickly, you know what I couldn't get over the other day? What's that? Diana Rossini is on yesterday, and they're talking about the two-on-two matchup between Jay Will and uh, Jay Will and Keyshawn against Barton Hahn. And then they bring up White Man Can't Jump. It's the 30th anniversary this year yes. of White Man Can't Jump. She did a spot on Rosie Perez. Billy, you stupid. Spot really? on. And Diana she, Rossini. Spot on. I would not she expect that it. from her. She dropped it. Crickets. Wow. She got nothing from them. Wow. I mean, come on. Uneducated cretins. Come yeah, on. I can't. That's so disrespectful to the movie. It's almost as disrespectful as Jack Harlow playing Woody Harrelson oh, in God. the reboot of White Man Don't Can't Don't get me Jump. started. I don't know why they decided that that needed. Uh, who asked for that, by the way? No. We, we have a classic, yet we need to remake it? We, I, I don't know. We run out of ideas. Okay. And then they go back to these things. Well, we can milk that for some more. I hate that. Speaking of the two-on-two tournament, are we going to be involved in this in any we, capacity? Are we playing? What are we doing? We're not playing. We're not playing. And I think we, they're not allowing us to play with them. No, I don't think that was the case. We were just never approached. I, at least I wasn't approached about playing. Were well, you? I, I talked about it on air. I yeah. thought that we would be roped into it. I, I, I'm assuming that it's about the national lineup of ESPN radio shows. Well, to my knowledge, we're going to be involved. We're going to be involved, but we're not playing. Correct. So the guy that's six eight, right? 
the guy that's on the right side of 40, mm-hmm. when we start talking about the, the actors involved, yep. is not going to be involved in it. Well, I think what happened here is something that you're probably going to have to get used to. Hmm. I'm dragging us down here. They Are you at, really? They looked at me I don't and know. Said, I, saw, I saw you in the Globetrotter uniform, and I thought, you know what? I kind of like the look of that. I still got the jersey. Yeah, cookies and cream, man. Yep. Let's roll with it. Yep. I, I think it works. Put, I, the, put the headband on. Let's go. I'll go and play. That's what I'm saying. Well, I, we've already, we've already been approached about a different role, and that yeah. is you that can be you... the white version of Escalade <laughs> from Man One Mixtape. <laughs> white Pearl Escalade. Exactly. <laughs> My mixtape tour name would be the accountant. No, the accountant. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> uh, we are going to. It's going to happen during our show. Okay. So we are going to call the play-by-play and color of this event. Okay. So, see, right there, I already hear a tone of, like, disappointment. Well, here's why I'm disappointed. If we're we're calling the event, it's not going to last more than, what, five minutes? All right. Well, they're playing, what are they playing to, 11, 21? They should be playing they to three. Be, they should be playing to 21. But they should be playing to three. If we're going to make this an event, we've got to go. It can't be to 11. It's got to be to 21. Right. Yeah. So it's Han. But I don't think they're going to make it to 21. That's the problem. No, they're not. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be. Chris, mu- Listen, if they played to 21, we're talking about multiple injuries. If we had Aaron Dolan on the show and she was handicapping the over-under on total injuries, I'd go at one and a half. And I'd take well, the over. maybe. You know what? That's an idea. Maybe that we should ask Aaron. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. To really set some other lines for this. As opposed to, I mean, I think we, can we agree that when the number two pick in the NBA draft is on one of the two teams, they're going to be a heavy favorite? Yes. 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 No matter what. But it, the it, other guy is 50 years old. Yes. Keyshawn is 50 years old. Yes, he is. So that has to be factored into the math. That, and Bart Scott played in the NFL for over a decade. Mm-hmm. And Alan Hahn is literally in the gym every day because well, he does I mean, the pre and post for the New hang, York Knicks. Hang on a second. And he played college basketball. And he's, and he's six five six six. Alan Hahn is six five six six. I heard he got some garbage time minutes against Lemoyne when he was at CW Post. <laughs> no, so, let, disres- let, so disrespectful. Well, Han is Han is six six. He's six eight with the hair. Yes, perfectly quaffed. Oh, by the way. I'd kill for that hair. Yes, but the point with with this is is that we don't we know that because Jay can basically hit from anywhere, they're going to be a heavy favorite. But what we should be doing is setting lines like overs unders on injuries. Mm-hmm. One and a half, let's say. You're going to set an over-under on the number of possessions before somebody has their hands on their hips or okay. on their knees. Okay. I put that around. Or needs, or needs oxygen. Yes. Yes. I mean, are, do we have to bring the tanks? I don't think we should be responsible for doing that, but there should be somebody on hand. That oh, there's knows, no doubt we should have medical yeah, professionals No on question hand. about it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, just for legal purposes. Of course. Um, but, Chris, you know what's sad about this? 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Is that the four of them in their minds, and I really should exclude Jay here, but the four of them in their minds have a certain idea of what this is going to look like <laughs> but when you're actually watching it from the outside you realize it looks like a lot a lot different so it's they're not going to realize how bad it is until they watch the tape of it yeah and then they're going to be like oh God, but all the me. listeners will know how bad it is because we're going to record it and actually tag espn radio when we tweet it out and put it on yes. instagram yes so everybody will have an opportunity to see it matter of fact I'm, it, this might be an ig live situation that's an idea. This might be an IG live situation. I so like that. so we're talking about it. We're doing the play by play, but yeah. we've also got the live stream from our social media accounts actually focused on the court. I kinda like all of this. I love it. I, I like and the guys, way this is, I just yeah. wanted I just wanted to chip in here and say that um as somebody who was deeply involved in negotiations with this whole thing, yes. that you guys shouldn't feel some kind of way about it because in actuality, this game is the play in. So that's why you guys weren't in it. <laughs> it's the play. There we oh, go. We got a buy. Yeah, you got a first go. round buy. buy. Absolutely. That's how we get down on this show. Kenny Garland, the Here's, biggest show on ESPN Radio. Oh, listen, everybody yes. knows if I'm involved in this two on two, I'm gonna be the Draymond of the of the team, <laughs> and, like, I'm be, and I'm and, gonna be the, and I'm gonna be the fat Rodman. You're gonna be ready. <laughs> exactly. You know? Hey, listen, we might not win, but the other team ain't gonna win either. I told you. Yeah, because they ain't gonna finish the game. My prediction. Period. Pain. <laughs> You went Mr. T on me? Exactly. <laughs> Clubber Lane. Two on two. Let's go. Uh, now, uh, listen, we'll have fun doing it. Even though I, I, I do have a feeling that we're going to reach a point in the middle of that broadcast where we're going to be like, all right, let's get back to the calls. <laughs> we'll be talking about something else. Speaking of two on two, can yeah. we talk about the two for Boston last night? Wow. Do we even have time this segment? We might have to push it, but we'll push it. We have to push it. But there's plenty to say about it, that's for sure. Say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Should Dylan Brooks be suspended? And exactly what do the Bucks now really have to be concerned with that the Celtics exposed last night? We will fill you in in moments. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Auntie and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. Janine is in D.C. up next as we hit the CC call in line at 888-SAY-ESPN. Janine, you're on ESPN Radio. What up? Hey. How you doing? Good. So, How are you? I don't think Brooke should be suspended. I'm all right. Uh, I don't think Brooke should be suspended. He was out majority of game two. He served it. They shouldn't be responsible for um his injury, for Pitt's injury. It's well, how he he is responsible for his injury. I mean, he's he's the one that came swinging wildly up from behind and hit him in the side of the head so that he landed that way. I mean, it's just flat-out dangerous. No question about it. It wasn't a basketball play, and that's what I keep going back to, Carlin. It's like it's not something that happens within the natural flow of the game. He wasn't going after the basketball. He was headhunting Gary Payton the second. And as a result, GP2 is now going to be out the rest of the series, probably going to be out the rest of the playoffs. Why can't you factor in the injury when it comes to what the discipline levied by the league office should be? 
To me, that's the part that I don't understand. And then the other part that people use as a defense for Dylan Brooks is that, well, he's never done anything like this before. He doesn't have a history of being out of pocket doesn't with matter. the flagrant doesn't fouls. Matter. To me, it doesn't matter. This is the first time for every, almost everything. Like, listen, when it comes to sports and you have a dirty play like this, I don't need you to have a history of it. I know a dirty play when I see it. And that was a dirty play by any measure. If you want to call what Draymond did in game one of flagrant two and a dirty play, then what the hell was what Dylan Brooks did in game two? This was infinitely worse than what, than no what Draymond did. No question about infinitely it. Worse. So I don't think that there's, there's any question that the league has to be heavy-handed with the suspension that they've got to levy. Because think about it this way, Carlin. We saw what we saw from Draymond in game one. We saw what we saw from Dylan Brooks and Xavier Tillman in game two. They've got to do something to get this series under control. Brooks, Hilton Head, South Carolina. Brooks, what up? You're on ESPN Radio. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. I agree it was not a basketball play. I think it should be game for game. If he missed 20 games next season, he shouldn't be allowed to play until the other guy can play. Here's the problem with this one, Brooks, and sometimes I agree with that mentality. In this case, I do not go for an eye for an eye because I don't think that's warranted. There are cases when I think that's true, especially in hockey there are cases when I think that's true. I don't think here, though, that's something that – you need to see. You don't need to see eye for an eye here. Well, it sucks for GP2, right? And I think it's going to be a bigger loss for him than it is going to be for the Golden State Warriors, and here's why. Because Steve Kerr outlined it. This guy has been working the last six years to find a home in the NBA, finally catches on as a part of a rotation, and he has a chance to compete for a championship. And Dylan Brooks, by virtue of a basketball a play that wasn't a basketball play, took it away. Biggest difference between game one and game two for the Celtics. We get to that in just a moment. The NBA playoffs are on ESPN Radio. Tune in tonight. Suns hosting the Mavs, presented by Indeed. Our coverage begins 9.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and most ESPN Radio stations. We're going to be joined later by P.J. Carlissimo, who will be on the call of that game tonight on ESPN Radio. First, though, let's get to Larry in Sioux Falls. Larry, you're next on ESPN Radio. What's up, bud? I, I agree with your last caller. This should be sports wide. If you if it is determined that you intentionally hurt a player, you should be out until that player returns. And if that player's career is ended, you should be banned from returning. The money is inconsequential with the amount of money these guys are getting paid. Draymond said so. And I, I'll go all the way back to, I think it was Charles Martin for Green Bay that picked Jim McMahon up and body slammed him on his shoulder. And ruined his, and, and it basically ended his career. Listen, there have been plenty of instances in hockey where I agree 100% with what you're saying. I'm thinking about Todd Bertuzzi. I'm thinking mm-hmm. about situations like that. In this case, if you're going to try to include all of those other instances and lump them together here, understand that he was actually not doing the the intentional part of this, not trying to injure anybody. There are times where people are trying to injure someone. Yes. He was going physically after him 
to set a tone, but you saw immediately his reaction right after to go over. He started to go over, and the official said, no, stay away. Yeah, no, there's no question about it. I don't think he intentionally or maliciously attacked Gary Payton II, but it's all the same when it comes to the results. Yes. Gary Payton II is going to be out for this series, probably going to be out for the rest of the playoffs, and you have to wonder with how hard it was for him to get to where he is now with the Golden State Warriors, you have to start to think about his career mortality. And that's unfair for a player to be in that situation because Dylan Brooks decided he wanted to send a message. That's the reckless part in all of this because, as Steve Kerr alluded to, there is a code, not just with basketball, but amongst professional athletes. Don't jeopardize my season. Don't jeopardize my career. That's exactly what Dylan Brooks did. He was out of pocket. I don't know what the suspension should look like, but it's somewhere in between one game and what that last caller was talking about. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Then there's the Celtics who get back into it last night. It was pretty simple for me. There was one big difference between game one and game two. They made shots. They made shots. They outscored the Bucks 60 to nine from three. That was it. They took 43 threes after they took 50 the night before and were killing them for it. Well, they just happened to have them go down and hit 20 of them in this game. Yeah, and that I was mean, it for me. Yeah, I mean, anytime you make 17 more threes than the opposing team, you're probably going to win that game, right? If they're shooting twos and you're shooting threes. <laughs> That's the height of my analysis good, good, right there. Good, good luck with that. <laughs> but, I, but I do think how they got to those looks and those, those shots matters. And the thing that I saw, especially in the half court, is they moved the ball. And more importantly, guys without the ball were moving to open spots in the defense. They were getting to areas where there wasn't any defense. So when they forced those collapses, either when it came to dribble penetration or passes to guys that were cutting into the paint, that created opportunities for guys on the perimeter. And Peyton Pritchard and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown made shots. Now, we also got to give some big love to Jalen Brown because he went ballistic in the first half of that game. He was fantastic. you're, You're talking about this dude dropping 25 points in the first half, Carlin. He, he was awesome. 25 points. And, and anytime you have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown combined for 60, you're probably going to be in a good spot if you're Boston. So I was surprised to see they were able to do that with no Marcus Smart in the lineup. But to me, the job that they did on offense, being able to orchestrate it without Marcus Smart, that's something that we haven't seen. The other thing that we got to keep in mind with Boston, this has been a really good team after losses since January. Since the beginning of 2022, they're 10-3 after a loss. That's what leads me to believe that this is going to be a long series and it's going to be anybody's game. Now, well, the, 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 the heavy lift for Boston is that now they've got to try to get back home court, and that's going to be a tough cast against the reigning defending champ. And I think it's going to be very difficult to continue to do what they have done against Giannis in the first couple of games. They have done an outstanding job against Giannis in the first couple of games, but... I mean, even we talked about the the other day that he did not play his best, but he still had an impact uh, on the court all over the place. Yep. Not as much last night, but I don't expect them to continue to be able to contain him that much because if I called him the best player on the planet the other day, which I did, I am not going to back off that now because he had a subpar game last night and all of a sudden the Celtics are back in it. Yeah, but I watched what the Boston Celtics did against the second best player in the world in Kevin Durant in the first series. And then I'm watching nah, what, a little different and I'm right watching now. what they're doing against Giannis. Giannis is 20 of 52 in the first two games of this series shooting 
you're not going to win this series with Giannis shooting 